Hey, hey, friends, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to learn how to grow, how to become an even more amazing version of you, and to connect into a community of like-minded people who are all walking this path and aren't afraid to share the highs and the lows of chasing your dreams. I'm so glad you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, 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 beautiful people. Monica here. How are you guys? Welcome back to another episode of World Domination. I have not been here for a little while and uh, you might hear I'm a little bit stuffy. Um, and yep, that's partly why. But also I've just been taking time out for myself to to work through my own stuff. And, you know, as my coach says, the deeper you dig, the higher you rise. And as my other mentor says, <laughs> you can only take people as far as you go. And I really love that as a kind of a, a way of giving myself permission as well to switch off and get offline and spend time outside and spend time really going within myself and growing as well, because ultimately that's what enables me to help and to serve right anyway how are you guys I've missed you it's been a while and um today's episode is me talking about self-worth imagine that and I'm excited because this is the core of everything that I do you know this is at the heart of every single thing that I do and it's something these skills these tools are things that we must learn how to do because you know the external world is mirroring back to us what's going on within us and like for those of you who know I'm studying NLP at the moment I'm almost finished and my mind is just like exploding as I'm learning more and more about the unconscious mind and how we program it to work for us to literally find you know our dreams to literally magnetize things to us it is insane like our minds are just like we're all a genius we're all walking around freaking geniuses freaking one-of-a-kind snowflakes you know one in a trillion one in 300 trillion chance of being born all walking around feeling like we're not good enough and I think one of the things too and like full disclosure is when it comes to self-worth this is an ongoing journey, right? It's not like one day we pull out our magical journal and we write a bunch of stuff and we're cured from ever feeling lack or, you know, uh, like scarcity mindset or comparisonitis or from being triggered on social media and all that kind of stuff. And that's why I like to share so much about that in real time for me, because once we get a, a grasp on this stuff, we kind of get these tools in our belt that enable us to move forward into each level, into each next level that we're going through, knowing that we've always got this stuff to fall back on because it doesn't stop. You know, we're human. And because we are epic humans who are expanding and growing, it's like, it's just, it comes with the territory of being human, right? And so we can really take our power back by, mastering our inner world as much as possible and again hand up full disclosure that is not to say um that we do not have days where we just go what is the point you know like I put up all this stuff and no one cares or, or whatever it may be or getting triggered by someone you went to school with and seeing what they've put online or whatever and comparing yourself to that tiny little snippet of what you can see but the point is all of us are in this together, whether we admit it or not. Um, 
I can assure you a thousand people who came through my like photography studio <laughs> all had this story, which is what, you know, really triggered me to want to focus, especially on self-worth because it really does impact everything. If you don't feel worthy, you won't ask for very much or you might set a big goal, but if you've got a belief underneath that contradicts that, if you've said, I want to be a millionaire, but your belief says, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, um, I'm not deserving, then you're never going to get it, right? And actually, I want all of us to be expanding so much that we can be of service to others. And we can only do that, insert cliche here, from the overflowing cup, right? That's how we roll. So, Let's get into this, you guys. 10 things that are going to help us build epic, epic, epic self-worth. And again, it is a muscle, right? It's totally a muscle. So these are things that you've got to keep doing, even when you don't feel like it. Um, and it's not, yeah, like it's just so important. And I think what I say so often is that things get hard for people and they stop doing all the good stuff. And I totally get it. Like there are moments, you know, there are moments when things get really hard and what you need is a Netflix marathon and a nap and a big cry and a bubble bath, right? And absolutely trust your intuition. Your intuition knows what you need in any moment. But then there's a difference between that and avoiding stuff. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're going to get into in this list. So are you ready, guys? Here we go. So number one, turn off social media. <laughs> if you're finding yourself in that space of feeling a bit shaky, a bit ungrounded, uh, not, not sure of yourself, feeling a bit caught up in the comparison trap and, and easily triggered, like the first thing to do is turn off social media. And actually, I feel like it is so good for our mental health to do this on a regular basis. It is so addictive. And, you know, these platforms have set it up that way that we are just mindlessly scrolling. And I remember I used to catch myself doing it all the time. I'd be like scrolling through Facebook. I'm like, why? Why did I even pick up my phone? And it's just habit. One of the things that really was quite confronting for me was when Apple released that, that app that shows you how much time you spent on your phone. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like that is a serious amount of time that I could be investing in studying or, you know, my own stuff as opposed to just scrolling through feeling inadequate, which is what it does ultimately, right? Because we, you can't help it, we're human. So I feel like turn off social media. And if you're like me, the very first time I kind of started to do this, like I really started to mentally disconnect, I had a, quite a panic response to this, like, oh my gosh, but if I fall off social media, everyone will forget about me, um, and I was like, Monica, seriously, no one's going to forget about you, like, if you take three, four, five days, two weeks, a month, whatever, off social media, people aren't going to forget about you, and this is the thing, like, we are so caught up in our own lives and our own stuff right people are busy and they have their own everything going on it's like most of the time you won't even notice if someone hasn't posted for a little while and you know it's like it doesn't like the world will keep turning and you will feel so free and liberated by being present in the moment with your life with your feelings with your friends your family whatever's going on for you even if what's going on for you is like 
hard and some of the darker emotions it's going to serve you a lot more to sit with that and to love and honor yourself enough to just be present with those emotions and move through them um because the thing is as well that the external is always reflecting back to us what's going on within us so if we have a trigger or something within us that's rising to the surface ready to be healed chances are social media might be actually triggering that which is useful right but once we're aware of okay I'm feeling really unworthy I'm feeling really I don't know caught up in not being skinny enough or not being as far along as everyone else or everyone else has kids and I don't or I should be here and all that kind of stuff that obviously like is just reflecting back to us the trigger within us so that's serving us however staying on that platform isn't helpful being present with yourself is right and then come back to social media when you're in that empowered state and knowing that actually your worth does not come from what you put online and like I put a post up a few weeks ago about this that the magic doesn't happen on the internet our most significant powerful beautiful moments more often than not happen in private and I think you know there's just so much pressure to kind of present ourselves in a certain way but again if we follow through the rest of these tips we can really build up our inner world so that we're not reliant on something external from us to to give us our sense of worth okay cool number one turn off social media cool two listen to how you speak to yourself and challenge your beliefs and thoughts this is a huge one this was where my whole self-worth journey started it was when i caught myself speaking to myself in the most horrific way and I actually heard it you know and this is the thing so often we just think things because we've been conditioned to we've just practiced thinking things so often over and over and over again that it's just unconscious we're not even aware that we're thinking it or we're thinking someone else's thought you know so often with my clients they'll reveal some sort of belief we'll hit a block we'll hit some resistance and I'll say whose belief is that and they're like oh my gosh that's not even mine like that's my dad's or that's my mum's or you know some teacher said something harsh to you at school when you were a little kid and you internalized it and then you repeated it over and over again and so the power we have is to start listening to what's going on in our own minds like you drop something on the floor what's your initial response is it to beat yourself up or do you just sort of laugh about it and go oh Plus, you know or are you just like oh you're so stupid and this is the cool thing too about when we remove social media all of a sudden we've got the space in our mind to really be present with ourselves and to listen to what's going on in our own mind because actually no one else's voice on the planet matters except for yours your voice is the most important 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 one and so when you can start to become aware of oh my gosh I and like the reason I go to the negative here as well is because I have never met someone who has a problem with being too positive and too, you know, self-affirming. That's just not how this works. Um, as humans, we're not set up that way, right? We are set up to err on the side of negativity because that's what helps us survive. So we are working, on, I don't want to say against that, but that's kind of our natural programming, right? And so when, but when we take our power back and we actually think, oh my gosh. So for example, a big one for women is weight, right? Or appearance-based things. And so when you actually start to become aware of, oh, um, 
I am so this. I am so ugly. I am so whatever. We can actually start challenging some of these things. And this is the thing. To have the awareness of the thought, the belief is so important. But then what you do with it is even more important. (laughs) And so as we can confront these things, like these beliefs come up. Okay, is that true? is the most important thing to ask yourself, right? Is that belief even true? Is that thought true? Okay, maybe it is true. Is that your thought though? Or is it someone else's? And the thing that I'm always talking about with my clients is that it's never the actual surface level thing, right? It's the story underneath. So it's not about the appearance or whatever. What it always comes down to is a feeling of unworthiness. So if we think, oh, I'm so ugly, um, I'm so unattractive, what it always comes down to underneath is that I'm not good enough. That's the actual story underneath. And so we can work with that, right? Because it's like, is that actually true? Never, never, ever in a million years is that actually true. And so Again, pull out your journals. (laughs) Pull out your magical journals and you guys can work through this. I do this all the time whenever I get, you know, whenever I become aware of um, a trigger or a fear or something. And I feel it in my body. Like social media is a huge trigger for me um, where it's so easy to get caught up in seeing what other people are doing and feeling that comparison thing and to make up stories about stuff that's not even true. And so I know for me, I have to use social media very mindfully. And so I use it more as a platform to support people or to serve. That's what I want to do. Not just to scroll through and being very mindful of the state that I'm in as well when I'm on there. Because if I'm really tired and it's late at night and I feel like crap, uh, it's not going to end well, is it? (laughs) So number two, yeah. Listen to how you speak to yourself and challenge your beliefs and thoughts. And I feel the need here to say, you know, if there's anyone, if you have a belief and you think that it's true, then can you think of someone who doesn't agree with that? Because if that's the case, then it's not true, right? So if you're like, I'm so unattractive, I'm not good enough. Is there anyone in your life who thinks that you are the bee's knees? Um, the bomb.com you know like of course of course and so the moment though that you can consciously bring this into your awareness you're in the driver's seat again you you know you're not letting your thoughts drive you and this is stuff that I we go so 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 deep with with all my clients and stuff like that so if you want some support with this sort of thing man I am your gal okay number three celebrate yourself take time to celebrate your accomplishments Man, I could honestly rant about this for days. Like New Zealand, tall poppy, whatever. We are just not taught this stuff. And I think it's ridiculous when we think about, you know, look at the state of our our mental health, our abuse in this country. It's a bunch of people who are hurting, right? And we're just perpetuating these cycles over and over again. And because if you... If you really love yourself and appreciate yourself, it's like we're all afraid in the back of our minds, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? They're going to think that I'm up myself. They're going to say, who do you think you are? And 
that's valid because that actually does happen. You know, it's the number one fear. My clients come to me and they sit on my couch and they tell me their amazing vision and their dream and what they want to create and who they know they are deep down. And their first thing is always fear of what other people are going to think. Fear of, yeah, fear of criticism. And it's valid. It is valid. However, it's not a reason for us not to not to move forward. And like I was saying before, the voice, our own voice in our head is the most important one. And so when we can actually, there's going to be a lot of journaling going on, right, you guys? But when we can pull our journals out again, and or even just sit quietly and start making a mental list of everything that you have done so well lately. And honestly, do this as a daily practice. And the more consciously you can do this, the more you'll find yourself starting to do it without even trying, because what we focus on expands. So when we start looking for things that I'm proud of myself for, and when you can get over that tall poppy bullshit voice and actually go, you know what? It doesn't serve anyone for me to sit at home feeling like I'm not good enough. Think about this. If we're sitting at home thinking we're not good enough, that we don't matter, that our voice doesn't matter, we're not helping anyone, right? How many people can we each help in our own amazing way by stepping into our power and being grateful for the gifts that we've been given, which are not actually for us anyway, right? Okay. Okay. So to celebrate ourselves, now I did a live uh, video for an amazing bunch of women, a live stream last week, and um, was just we were talking about this thing of celebrating yourself and really owning what you're good at, right? And I was telling the story about last year, my coach put me on the spot and she said, all right, like we're on the phone, on a call, and she said, I want you to give me 15 reasons right now why you are an amazing coach. <laughs> and everyone freaks out when I tell them this story but honestly the power in that imagine having to sit right now and articulate to me 15 reasons why you are amazing at what you do and I encourage all of you to do this as homework from this podcast hey being friends with me involves homework you can ask any of my friends you're all my friends we're all friends now so this is something I really encourage you to do get a pen out at some point soon paper 15 reasons why you are already worthy and write that up and honestly I would love love to hear from you guys what this experience does for you how it helps you how you find it um and I'm not actually going to say anything more on that about what other people experience I want each of you to experience that for yourself so do let me know do let me know okay so that's number three celebrate yourself and actually part two to that is taking time to celebrate your accomplishments. So really celebrate as in go get your nails done, go out for dinner, go and have like a girl's weekend, really celebrate yourself. You know, again, we're not taught to do this. And because we're taught, you know, it's all about everyone else and we've got to look after everyone else. And it's like, hey, <laughs> no one is good if we're not good. And if your friend achieved something amazing, you would absolutely celebrate them, wouldn't you? You'd bring, you'd like, you probably buy them flowers, maybe make them a cake, like go out for drinks or something. But with us, we're just like, okay, that's off my to-do list onto the next thing. And it's like, this is not, 
this is not how we build our self-worth when we really stop to to feel the magnitude of what we are creating what we've achieved because actually if we think about it the version of us from three years ago if that version saw us now what would they say like what we're doing now is probably mind-blowing for our past you know three-year back version let's be real that version of us would be so proud and would look to us and think oh my gosh I, I can't even believe that, that was possible for me and we start putting that in context what have you achieved what have you overcome how much courage have you applied in the last three years doesn't this seem insane that we're not doing this all the time it is insane but as of this moment, you have my full support and permission to celebrate yourself so, 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 so much. And the cool thing is that when you do this, um, not only will you literally reprogram your mind to start looking for more and more positive things for you to like celebrate about yourself, but also you're, you become an example for other people of how to love yourself, what that looks like. How does it look to embody that energy of knowing that you're enough and feeling fulfilled? So important, so important. You become such a blessing to everyone else. Cool. Number four, kind of rolls in quite nicely, actually. Focus on what you actually want. Now, okay, I've put here, start a vision board, a daily practice to reflect on where you choose to go. Now, I've got Stuart Walter in my head here saying you can only have motivation with direction, right? So what that means is we must give our brain something to focus on, our end goal, or else it has nothing to work towards. The power of our unconscious mind is out of this world, right? Now, our unconscious mind is 95% of everything we only actually control at the conscious level the five percent now i heard a really cool saying yesterday actually in my studies and it talks about the conscious mind is the goal setter and the unconscious mind is the goal getter and so what that means um, is that we you know we set a belief we declare what we want we decide what we want at the conscious level and the unconscious mind literally goes about looking for opportunities, looking for how to create that. And when we tell it, right, this is going to happen by this date, literally our brain works backwards to make that happen. And for those of you who know about the law of attraction, that's all part of this as well. Like it, literally we start magnetizing and drawing things to us, but we first must actually decide on what we want. Now, in terms of worth, self-worth, right? Like I was saying, if we, if we don't feel worthy, we're going to set weak ass goals. If we, like, if we don't feel worthy of receiving money, worthy of receiving love, we're not going to ask for very much and we're going to settle for peanuts, right? And this is such a huge part of of really embodying our self-worth is loving ourselves enough to, to be like, be with those emotions. So many of us, myself included, I had to work through so much trauma to get to that point of even being able to fathom that I would be deserving of real love. You know, I had so much abuse and 
from like an abandonment as a little kid and um and all these kind of triggers and fears and then you know I've talked about in a previous podcast with Jan which was amazing about being in an abusive relationship with a narcissist and and all these things that really just are honestly defeating when I came out of that relationship I had zero self-worth zero and so literally I had to build it up from the ground up you know so these things that I'm speaking about are daily things in my life and so this is the thing that in order to really focus on what we actually want we can't be looking at life through this filter through this lens of trauma of fear of trying to protect ourselves you know because actually in order to really receive what we are worthy of which is everything you are inherently abundant you're inherently worthy it's your birthright you know for me I am I discovered that I had built massive, massive walls around myself and I hated being vulnerable. And when I started working with my coach last year, um, I really encountered that. Oh, sorry, you guys, I'm just going to cough for a sec. (coughs) Um, Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I really discovered how deep that actually went. And I learned that I actually hated receiving from anyone receiving support receiving time receiving love I didn't feel worthy of it and for me so this was my trigger right of oh my gosh there is so much stuff lingering under the surface here that has to be shifted in order for me to actually call in the success that I desire the impact that I desire the money that I'm worthy of and the love that I desire as well um because otherwise I'm just going to keep attracting at that level of narcissist of unworthy and it's like we're not doing that you know never again so this is one thing to you know to really honor that that trauma that pain all those things that are there and love yourself enough just to work through them you know so many of us are running and masking our pain and avoiding it and not wanting to feel stuff that's because it's really painful and it's really hard and and I totally get it right and that's why you're not meant to do it by yourself you're not meant to work through the stuff by yourself and you know it's it's intense like let's be real it is so 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 intense and you know self-worth is something that triggers so many people into quite emotional reactions because like it's it's at our core of if we don't feel like we're good enough and this is again where my journey started you know that um my breakthrough moment literally was with Stuart Walter who I've done podcasts with him in the past for those of you who don't know he works with elite athletes he's got like 38 world champs under his belt and I met him in air quotes by accident at an event where he was a guest speaker and um, he absolutely blew my mind and I was sitting at this table listening to him speak about awareness and you know really like coming back into our power and, and owning stuff and taking responsibility and and I just sat there and I, I was just like holding off tears the whole time and I remember scribbling all through my journal I am so afraid 
and I hadn't realized how much I've been holding back, how much I've been sabotaging myself because I was so afraid. And so anyway, long story short, we did the exercise with the wood where you like karate chop it in half. And I was freaking out, right? Because I knew that <laughs> the thing about that is that you've got to believe that you can do it or else you break your hand basically. Um, and so there was a group of people, like 40 people, heaps of like burly blokes and stuff. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I was like hiding in my chair. And luckily everyone went and then left the room. And we got right down to the end and the host of the event came over to me. I luck, I'd escaped, right? Cause I didn't want to do it. I was the only person that hadn't done it. And she walked over to me and she was like, oh, you know, do you want to do it? And I burst into tears and, um, and Stuart comes over and this is the first time I've met him. And he's like, hands me tissues and he's such a hard ass. And like, I've joked with him so many times because I was either going to love him or hate him with this next comment. And, um, and he said, do you want to break the wood? And I said, yes and no. And he said, like, poker face, pick one. And I'm like legit sobbing in the corner of the room. And he's just like, pick one. And I said, yep, I'm doing it. And so I was like crying. And we're standing there and he shows me how to hold my hand on the wood and how to do it. And he's right before I go, he says, um, what does this mean to you? And honestly, it makes me so emotional because this was like pivotal, like life-changing moment for me. And I'll never forget how I felt. This was like three, four years ago. And I still remember exactly how I felt in that moment. And without even thinking, I said that I am good enough. And then I broke the wood. <laughs> and then he pulled out a bigger bit and I broke that as well. And I literally can't remember ever feeling more empowered and more like aware of my potential in that moment ever in my whole life I can't you know I can't remember a time um and I actually broke wood again at a different event and it just didn't have that same rush at all and I was kind of disappointed and I was like but it's the first because that first time was my literal breakthrough like me claiming my worthiness you know and um oh man it's it's so intense and I totally digress there you guys but that story wanted to come out so that's the thing the self-worth is going to dictate what we ask for and what we allow ourselves to receive and when we choose to confront our limits and our fears we become limitless like we truly become aware of our power. And so I really encourage anyone who's, you know, absolutely join one of my programs or contact me for one-on-one -on -one or find someone who can help you navigate this stuff. Um, find, you know, an expert, whatever is going on for you. There are very specific things. If you've got trauma and stuff like that, find someone who you really vibe with, who you can go really deep with. And um, yeah, just go for it. But anyway, to come back to the actual point of this, which was focus on what you actually want. The point of that was what you actually want. So this is one of the biggest things that I find for people, right? When we go to set goals and set intentions, and I don't even like the term goal because I feel like a goal is something that you, it's almost like a question mark. Like I'm, I'm trying to achieve it. I prefer to call them declarations, right? 
this is how the universe works we decide what do you want <laughs> not oh yeah I th- I'll try and get that no decide this is my life this is what's coming in this is what I'm achieving by which date this date okay cool and the more you know the more detail the more specific you can be the more likely it is to come into fruition so let's say you set a goal for like I just set some recently for 11 11 this year I like angel numbers right 11 11 <laughs> and I wrote a little story for myself about everything that's going to happen that day or before and how I feel and like just when I read it I cry I literally cry because it's so beautiful and I can feel it I believe it and of course right this is the magic when we can connect our emotions into it our brain doesn't know the difference and that's why you know visualization is so important for even like athletes and stuff like that they practice running the race before they actually run it because our brain doesn't know the difference so I really encourage you guys to think about what you actually want. And once you've written that down, think about why you want it. And make sure that it's coming from a positive intention, right? So what I mean by that is, let's say you want uh, to make more money. Okay, so we need specifics, right? So let's say you want to make, you want $20,000. Okay, cool. By when? Uh, August. $20,000 by August. Why? Now, most people will give a negative response, right? They'll set that goal because they're trying to avoid something painful. Because I don't want to be stressed out anymore about money. Because I don't want this. Now, that is never going to work. So what we want to do is get to the positive underneath. Because actually, what you truly want is freedom and time to spend with your kids to go on a massive family holiday to, you know, like, so once we can get to that, that's the key because that is a compelling vision, right? But the thing is that there's a saying, what you resist persists. So if you're pushing against something you don't want, like, I don't want to be stressed out about money anymore. That's only going to attract more of that stress about money, right? So it's so important that we have a positive intention underneath this. And the other thing is, I want you to really challenge your goal on, is that actually, is that a goal that someone who felt really worthy would set for themselves? Because so often people set goals based on what they think is realistic and what they can imagine, like how they can figure out how it would happen. And that is not how this works, you guys. So the thing is that it's not up to us to figure out the how. We don't know anything. We've got 5% the conscious level, right? 5%. We have an absolute genius brain, subconscious, our intuition, which is so powerful and amazing, right? Sitting there waiting to be used. Like I said before, the conscious, the 5% of the conscious level is the goal setter. Your job is to set the goal, hold the intention and trust. When you've put the date, it's a done deal. Your job then is to follow the impulses, right? All of them. And so don't be like, I'm just, I'm going to ask for this much money because that's realistic. Or 
I can see how if I did this every week, then I could achieve that. Is that actually what you want? Or is that what you are, what you think is realistic? Because if we actually think about that, in the world, <laughs> if someone else has achieved a goal, let's say you want to be a millionaire, why not? If you can have, you know, we can have anything that we ask for. And so why do we play it small? Well, because we don't think we're worthy. <laughs> or because we have often limiting beliefs. And the reason I keep talking about money is because this is a huge trigger point for so many people. Our ability to receive money in abundance is so intrinsically linked with our self-worth. And so, yeah, so often it's easy to, to keep running a story of something like, if you've got money, you're greedy. Well, one of the big things that people say all the time is, oh, I don't need more than that. I'm not going to ask for more than $200,000 a year because I don't need more. And I'm like, okay, but what if you had a million dollars? Oh, well, I'd give away 800000 And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. Because the people that I work with have massive hearts, right? Massive hearts and want to serve people, want to help people. And so the more that we can get out of our own way by removing these limiting beliefs and these fears and becoming aware of where that story actually came from, so often these beliefs, especially around money, are not even ours. They've come from a parent, often. And so it's like we're running with, our dad's belief around money and I'm like okay well do you want the money in the life that your dad has everyone's like no okay so we're not going to run with his belief anymore right then we're back in the driver's seat we've got that in our conscious awareness that belief is not useful so we can start breaking it down okay what do I choose then and then the cool thing is that anything that's in the way is going to start rising up so if you set a goal literally if you set a goal and said I am a millionaire by 2023, January 1st, right? If you've said that, you've actually stated that, yep. Anything that's in the way right now is going to come up to be healed. So any fear, any limiting beliefs, any doubts, anything that gets to be healed in order for you to achieve that goal is going to come to the surface. I repeat, you do not need to figure out the how. Your, our job is to trust. And I remember Stuart saying to me, you know, the greatest reason people do not achieve their goals is because they don't trust. And what you're really doing is trusting yourself and trusting the universe. So it is useful to have some sort of spiritual belief. Um, absolutely. But even if you don't, there is nothing to stop you from trying this out. Set a small goal with this with this like sort of smart goal technique put a time frame on it believe in it set and forget and then follow your instincts and that it, this is something that I really want to hone in on as well is our instincts and our intuition so often seem illogical so <laughs> like it might say to us it's, it might be a Tuesday afternoon right and you might just have this song in your head and you can't get it out of your head and it might be a theme song from a movie that you love and you, you're like oh and you have this sudden urge to go and watch that movie right 
do it. <laughs> Don't let your ego get in the way and say, oh no, I have to be productive. I have to do this. Hang on. This is being productive because our unconscious mind, our intuition loves the path of least resistance. So it's literally paving for you the path of least resistance to your goal. Now, maybe that movie, like there's always going to be a reason why. It might be that you're actually really burnt out and you need a break. It might be that you needed a, a boost of like happiness or it might be that um, something in that movie was going to answer a question that you had. Let's say you're writing a book and there's a scene in the movie and there's a character who says something and it triggers the perfect response for you that you've been like hung up on in your book. This is how it works, right? But how often do we follow those prompts? How often literally? Because we get 80 a day, you know, if not more, but we don't listen to them. We dismiss them because we are trying to run the ship at the 5% at the conscious level, which really makes no sense, does it? Because all we know at the conscious level is the past. And so that only serves us if we're trying to create the same results that we've had in the past. But anything new that we haven't achieved yet is going to require a new approach. So, man, I've been talking about this point for ages, but this is so important. Um, <laughs> so, yes, focus on what you actually want, right? And again, trust your own intuition. Are you a vision board person? Are you, you can create a self-hypnosis where you write something, write a speech, write a speech that you're going to give as you publish your book, as you launch your film, as you whatever, and record it if you're brave, which you are, so record it and listen to it every day. And again, your mind doesn't know the difference. So when your mind hears your voice in you know, the present tense speaking about all these magical things that you've achieved and you've got a date on it, it's going to set about to make that happen. And so like for me in my phone, I have a, a vision folder. So I have a bunch of different photos that have um, different captions and things on them. And then I also wrote that letter that I told you guys about. So I all of these pictures reinforce that. So that way I'm getting both. So I can really like look at all these photos and get all warm fuzzies and stuff and get really excited. And then I can sit with this experience and read the letter and really imagine myself walking through that scene and how it feels and how grateful I feel and how proud I am and how excited I am and really embody that, right? That's the power. Okay, <clears throat> we're gonna move on. Number five, get into your feminine energy. Self-love, baby. Now, if Jenny's listening to this, I straight away think of you <laughs> every time um, because this is a game changer, you guys. So often we're in a very masculine hustle, go, go, go energy, right? And we think that, we're productive so we feel good now this is one of the big things about self-worth is that so often we've linked our self-worth to something external from us so you know we think that our worth and our value comes from what we do what we have and what other people think of us so of course we're not going to stop because we're constantly on the the treadmill um trying to earn this thing that already exists within us and so if you think about this at an energetic level, someone who embodies their self-worth 
can easily take days off, can easily take time to pamper themselves. Why? Because they're secure, they're confident, they're whole. Can you imagine the difference energetically between someone who is sitting at home watching their favorite movie, um, taking time to connect with themselves, to, you know, to do things that make them happy versus someone who's constantly working, 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 burning out, pushing themselves way beyond what their mind is telling them. You know, their mind would have told them a thousand times to stop by now and they haven't because they're trying to feel worthy. That energy is so like, again, what you resist persists, right? You can't push against, like you can't try and earn worthiness because that's a statement that you aren't worthy. So that's going to be your, your experience reflected back to you is everything that makes you feel unworthy. And so the thing is that when you know that you're worthy and you're trusting your own intuition, you're not always going to want to sit and watch TV. Not at all. You're going to be so inspired and have all these ideas that you want to take action on because you realize that you're here for so much more you know, than what you had previously thought. So that's the power. When you start listening to yourself, when you start giving to yourself, you start to realize how amazing your intuition is to guide you where you need to be. And that getting rid of the rules are so often just what's important. Like, oh, it's a Tuesday, so I have to be at work. Says who? I have to work a 40-hour week. Says who? <laughs> Again, Stuart, you know, massively, massively successful. I remember him talking about working five hours a day because guess what <laughs> so much of of this is energy right we're literally attracting stuff to us and the amount of times like I will attract the coolest stuff the coolest clients um money like awesome opportunities and experiences when I am not technically working when I'm doing stuff that lights me up so, so often, <laughs> sound like a crazy cat lady here, but I'll be like in my garden with a book, a cup of coffee and my cats um, might have taken half a day off just to meditate and journal and like go for a hike or um, do music or go to the movies or connect with friends and you come out of your dinner date and you've got three inquiries and it's like, that's literally it because we're always having our energy, our inner state reflected back to us doesn't matter it's not about the hustle and the energy you know like even Tony Robbins says this success is 80% psychology it's 80% the inner world but how much time do we actually spend sorting our inner selves out versus the hustle the strategy but how are we going to do this I'm going to get a strategic coach okay so yeah there's a place for strategy but that's 20% of your success and you can only control that from the 5% of your conscious mind. It's not very much, is it? Whereas if we work on our mindset in our inner world, we can literally reprogram our subconscious mind, which is 95%. So you can imagine the power in that. Okay. So number five, get into your feminine self-love, baby. <laughs> number six is meditate. Yep. Goes without saying. If you're not meditating yet, you should be. <laughs> no, there's no should here. But everyone like some people don't resonate with meditation but they resonate with something else and it might just be 
swimming in the sea, you know, or nature walks without any music on. Any opportunity you can give yourself to be still and be present with yourself is so powerful because again, it's those moments that you're available to listen, right? That's when these amazing ideas pop out of your unconscious mind. Your intuition can speak back to you. If you're constantly busy and going and doing and thinking, when can you actually receive? That's the thing. And I'm sure that's why, you know, I know when you have a shower and when you drive, your brain goes into a different state, that kind of uh, automatic state. And that's where I get my best, best, best ideas always. And it's because I'm in a receptive state, right? Like I'm, I'm able to hear, I'm able to receive. And it's so like the more that we can do that, the more in tune we are with our, with our own intuition. And meditation also has a bunch of other amazing side effects like bringing down stress and all that kind of stuff, which is always good. So meditate you guys or find something that you can do that really stills you and brings you back into the present. But honestly, I cannot recommend meditation more. I think it's life-changing and I wish we were all taught it at school. All right, number seven, say no when you mean it and yes when you mean it. You come first. Yep, this is a very uncomfortable one. Um, <laughs> I'm sure all of us have experiences where we've really been pushed to set boundaries. Well, we've been pushed to set boundaries and we haven't. And then we've later looked back and gone, oh, I went against my better judgment. And then like, I should have, you know, I should have said no. I shouldn't have gone into that relationship. I should have put my foot down with that friend or whatever. Um, and it is, in terms of self-worth, it is so powerful because it shows us that we deserve to be treated with love and respect. It shows, and it, it shows that we are willing to do it for ourselves first because that is all we can actually control, right? We can control um, who we allow into our inner circle and we teach people how to treat us. But it's on this path of growth, we are going to lose people, people that aren't in alignment with us anymore. And so being really clear on that we are worthy and that we do deserve to be treated well is a massive thing, massive. Um, and I encourage you all to practice it immediately. <laughs> and even down to things like when people invite you out and you're kind of like, oh, I should go. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Why should you go? If, you're, if your first reaction isn't, oh, that sounds cool, then don't go. You don't actually owe anything to anyone else. And that might sound really blunt, but actually we can't be our best selves if we're constantly trying to please everyone. You know, we just can't. And again, we're not taught this. We're taught to make everyone else happy. We're taught to people please. We're taught that everyone else matters more than us. They don't. Actually, they are as important as us. But understanding, again, that our power to be a light in the world, to be of service to others, comes from our ability first to navigate our own sense of worthiness. And boundaries are an enormous part of that. And I think for me, that became such an important thing 
after I got out of that narcissistic relationship, I was just like, it just blew the lid off. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I did not come this far to be disrespected by anyone. And I don't need to accept it. <laughs> and so it, it really, it was like getting smacked in the face by the universe, um, smacked awake and like, I choose not to do this anymore. And understanding that, and I'm going hard on all the cliches today, but you know that, um, that people come to you for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And so just because you've been friends with someone for 10 years, doesn't mean you have to continuously be friends with them. And it doesn't mean that there has to be some sort of shocking end, you know, we can just kind of allow things to fizzle out. And again, Stuart talks about this, that as we rise, people will naturally, they'll either come with us or they'll let themselves out, basically. We don't have to sit down and have an awkward breakup conversation with all of our friends or, you know, people will either want to come with us or they won't. And if they don't, then that's totally fine. That's their journey. That's their life. But we're going for it anyway, right? So seven, boundaries. Say no when you mean it and yes when you mean it. Okay, number eight. Um, I'm, so, I'm so eloquent here. I've written a bunch of um, notes in my phone. I've written here, do shit that scares you. It'll build courage and show you what you're made of. Yep. Oh, this is a huge one. This is a huge one. Taking action, right? So on the flip side, before I was talking about get into your feminine, yep, absolutely. Learn how to receive. Learn how to slow down and stop when you need it. But also... Push yourself even when it's uncomfortable. There's a balance, right? And again, you trust your own intuition. Some days you need rest. Some days you need fun. Some days you need play. Other times, you know that you need to, like it's time to do this thing and you're scared, but you know that it's for you. And so you do it anyway. And it is the quickest, quickest way to build self-worth because you literally demonstrate to yourself how capable you are and because you've learned how to celebrate yourself you push yourself into something uncomfortable and then you celebrate the crap out of yourself right and that might be saying no to someone that might be saying no to someone that you always said yes to even when you didn't want to and you celebrate the shit out of that because that is worthy of celebration like the amount of things that I celebrate that no one would ever know about but these are the moments that are most liberating. You know, it's not actually the big stuff. So often it's these little shifts. And this is where the massive change and massive transformation comes from. These little things under the surface. It's not about writing a book. It's about all the little things that you did that enabled you to become the person who could write the book. You know, the, the times that you set a boundary, the times that you whatever, that you choose to show up even though you're scared and it's something you've never done before and you chose to do it. Like that is so worthy of celebration. And so doing stuff that scares you is so powerful and because it gives you evidence, right? And I'm, I'm a real big believer. Like, yes, I, I am deeply spiritual, but I also recognize the ability to and the need to really work with our mind like it's not enough to just be like oh everything happens for a reason because when our mind is screaming at us trying to stop us 
when our you know our unconscious mind is trying to hold us back because it doesn't want us to you know to move into a situation into the unknown where we might be open to criticism rejection pain when those really uncomfortable like voices come up like we've got to have tools and strategies and knowing how to work with our actual mind this is why I'm so passionate about the unconscious mind as well um to actually work with our mind not just that bigger spiritual perspective but actually in the human you know how do we actually work with our unconscious mind this is how you know some of the things that we've talked about already and there's so 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 much more that that I can go into outside of this podcast as well but it's so important right and so with the mind to give it evidence is so important and when we go to challenge our beliefs and stuff like that at a later date you know if you've got a belief that I can't do it okay um well is there a time that you did push yourself out of your comfort zone and it worked out oh yeah remember that time that I did this oh yeah cool so there was a time that I felt exactly how I feel now and it all worked out and it was amazing and it actually pushed me to my next level and then from that then I met the love of my life or then you know I had this experience which led to this which was amazing you know having actual tangible evidence can be the difference between moving forward and staying scared and stagnant so doing shit that scares you but then really celebrating it because we want to bring it into our conscious awareness we don't just want to do awesome stuff and then kind of gloss over it and go oh yeah on to the next thing no when we stop to celebrate it we really integrate it into our being and building our self-worth you know building our resilience building our courage building our sense of purpose and our awareness of what we are capable of which is so awesome okay number nine work on your state so i've written here exercise music sleep water fun whatever it is yeah so this kind of ties into what i was talking about with the feminine energy but not always feminine as such but it's like again it might seem illogical but you know so tony robbins for example talks about the three steps to a breakthrough the first one is state the second one is story the third one is strategy right so state like if we think about how do you feel when you have been when you've worked out in the morning um I don't know let's say you have journaled and meditated because <laughs> you're perfect and amazing um but you know when you when you've done stuff that lights you up when you've been out for a hike in the bush and all that fresh air and no technology and you come home and you're just like oh it's so good and then you cook a really healthy meal and you know you've had lots of water and um you've been around really good people that like fill your soul you're in such a powerful state right and so that's what i mean it's really about being aware of your state if you have been stuck in an office all week that you hate with people that you don't like and then just scrolling through social media comparing yourself to the highlights reel of other people feeling you know inadequate feeling unworthy um, you haven't exercised because you feel like crap and so you've been eating uber eats you know like um 
it's not going to be the same. You're not going to be able to achieve the same things. And it's just going to make you feel rubbish. You know, how quickly we can shift our, our sense of what's our mood. What we're doing is we're, you know, we could say work on your state, work on your mood. Anything that you can do to lift your mood. And it is so, so important. So for example, um, before, <laughs> all right, I'm going to admit this to you guys. Before I sat down to record this podcast today, I had a dance party in my office. Now I love dancing. I love music. So it just makes sense for me, right? I have a little dance party. Um, I really get my energy up and that's how I can sit here and talk to myself for 45 minutes and and sound quite alive and that's the thing and so anything that we can do like that exercise is a great way as well anything that we can do to lift our mood I know like water for me is a massive one if I'm dehydrated I just wilt in the moment I chug water I feel so good again so it's for me it's like factoring these things into every day so that they just happen or if they don't happen I catch it very quickly and I'm like oh I'm probably just dehydrated drink some water or I probably just need to like get some energy cranking in my body or um take a break or whatever again trust your own intuition no one else can tell you this stuff like you know you better than anyone else on the planet and so again if it's fun or whatever then do it if you're I get really cranky if I work too much if I spend too much time in front of a screen, I get cranky. If I don't do anything creative in a couple of days, I get cranky. So like music, writing, um, photography, you know, all of this stuff is so important for my well-being and my happiness and my state. So I know that I'm not going to be my best if I haven't done anything creative for a little while. I'm going to feel, I start to get like antsy, you know? So that's number nine work on your state last but not least number 10 feel your feelings (laughs) we talked about this a bit before in terms of um, vision and asking for what we are actually worthy of so to feel your feelings don't mask journal feel it it is what most people run from absolutely because it's very uncomfortable and because we're not taught how to manage our emotions you know if we actually think about this culturally I feel like if we're sad if we experience sadness we're we quickly have learned how to mask that like we're uncomfortable with feeling sad so we'll either medicate you know we're very quick to throw around labels um, of what it means um, but we're not encouraged to just be with it and just feel it and and literally ask it what is this here for and I you know someone recently said to me like I've talked about this um, last year both my so both my grandmas died right both my grandmas died and I just got out of this really toxic relationship and it was the day after my second grandma's funeral and someone said to me man you seem really depressed you should um go and get some antidepressants and I just said what like I'm I'm grieving like this is okay for me to feel sad 
and I'm not going to run from it. And like disclaimer, this is not a, a dig at medication by any stretch. What, it, what I'm talking about is permission to feel our feelings and that we're all human and we all feel them. Right? But how quickly we are to feel uncomfortable and, and mask it with anything, social media, alcohol, you know, distract ourselves with dating apps or um, whatever, even like movies and just being busy, right? Like Stuart always talks about this, being busy is like one of the greatest tools at masking because we still gain this sense of worthiness by like, yeah, I'm productive, I'm busy, but actually what we're doing is avoiding and you know, our, our intuition might be screaming at us like, hey, this needs to be healed. Like this thing that happened to you that that made you feel like you don't deserve to be loved um, or this fear of being seen because of this thing that happened to you when you're a kid is sitting here waiting to be healed. But if we ignore it, well, for one thing, you can't really ignore it for that long, right? It's always going, there's going to be a, a consequence if we ignore these things that are coming up in our feelings and um, it's going to just blow out somehow. But it's really uncomfortable to sit with that stuff. And yeah, like like I said before, work through the stuff with someone that you trust in, that, in the right place, in the right field. Very, very important. And to take the shame off feeling our emotions. And this is, again, why I like to share so much in real time of stuff that's going on in my own life. Like, uh, we all experience this stuff and for those of us who are on this personal development growth journey we experience it so much more because we're digging so much deeper than other people right like a lot of people this is this might sound judgy but I'm just gonna say it anyway a lot of people are happy to tick along um, you know the status quo in the life that they hate and you know like this morning I saw someone posted well yesterday morning sorry about um Mondays and it was just like it doesn't have to be like that like you don't have to have a job that makes you say that you know um it doesn't have to be like that at all but so many people just settle for that the status quo and there's safety in that because you know what you're getting there's no real fear there's no pushback from your unconscious mind because you're not really taking any risks right you kind of know what's coming and it's easy, what's well, easier in a sense, because yeah, there's no risk. There's no, there's no fear that you're pushing through and navigating through, right? And so for those of us who are setting amazing goals and wanting to become better and better versions of ourselves and not from a space of not feeling worthy and having to earn it but rather from a place of knowing that we're already worthy and wanting to make this life count in the world it's going to it's going to um require so much courage to feel things you know feel things that are uncomfortable and and yeah like with with labels and stuff like that you know with feelings like to each their own you know some people do need 
or some people find it useful having medication and stuff like that and it's like do you do you boo you know it's like whatever you need trust your own intuition but know that feeling your feelings takes so much courage it is something that most people avoid doing for maybe their whole lives you know <laughs> like to sit with your your pain and stuff that's coming up it requires so much of you and it it can take so much out of you and it can be so dark and so hard at times and again that's why I say don't do it on your own but just know that it's so brave it is only the bravest souls that have the courage to be present with this stuff and to work through it and it's also the people that receive the greatest rewards because you know with great courage (laughs) comes great great results great impact great abundance that's how it works you know we talk about doing the work as such and the work is not slogging your guts out in a nine to five the work really is going within and healing and shifting and growing and learning how to trust your intuition and pursuing things and taking steps forward even though it's scary that is the actual work and I've seen this happen time and time and time and time again with my clients and in my own life as well where out of seemingly out of nowhere something incredible happens and it doesn't make sense logically (laughs) and that's how it goes it's not logical it's not logical and so yeah number 10 feel your feelings and when you do that you demonstrate to yourself that you've got your own back and again we're talking about celebration before how hard do you think that I celebrate when I've just worked through something massive I celebrate so hard like I and it's stuff that no one would know right because we don't talk about this we're not like high five I just like navigated a bunch of childhood trauma you know and I journaled and I like processed all the stuff and I worked with my coach on the stuff but a lot of it happens within ourselves you know there's a lot that that I do on my own um I always have support but you know there's a lot that happens on your own to really process and reflect and um like you've just you've got to celebrate it because that's the work to let go of or like to find that something that like a belief that you carried for so many years that you think it now and it no longer triggers you at all because it doesn't even feel true to you anymore I mean the power in that right that's the win and then guess what happens energetically once we've shifted out these beliefs and these limiting things out of our unconscious mind and we've taken time to program in what we actually desire guess what happens magic you know but it's not magic that's the thing this is how we're designed to be and so yeah I just really want to encourage you guys to to stay on this self-worth journey to connect connect with me send me a message are you following me online are you in my Facebook group come say hello um we've got to all stick together honestly because those of us who are on this journey you all know everything that I've said here is like bang on the money these are the things that we experience and I find more and more the further I go on my journey the more 
the old life and the old things and the old relationships just kind of fall away and the more new and different people come in and new experiences come in but it's so nice to be a part of a community supporting each other so with that said you guys um, if you do want some support with the stuff you know where to find me obviously I have one-on-one coaching um, I have self-coaching at home that you can do, which is really reflective and just on your own time. Um, I also have my next round of Revive, which is my really intimate group coaching program commencing in one week from today. And there are still some spots available. So um, we work through seven different things like this, money mindset. Um, you know, we work through all sorts of different things and vision and I help you to shift these limiting things and you also have access to me every day for seven weeks in our Facebook group so as you go away and reflect on stuff you can come back and say oh what about this and we can help each other it's so powerful absolutely life-changing all these details on my website um or just flip me a message and we'll chat but I hope this was useful for you guys this is lifelong work for me now and it's stuff that I come back to constantly you know it's like oh you just to be aware is the power and to be like oh I feel really triggered by social media today and to just be like I'm just going to turn off my phone you know um to have that awareness means that when things come up we can shift through them so much more quickly and gracefully and um it means that yeah we're equipped to to handle some of the bigger stuff that com comes up as we're going through resistance to our next levels and all that sort of stuff so important so I love you guys so much thank you for being here I hope this was useful let me know what resonated the most I would love to hear let me know and um I will be back soon my next episode is going to be all about social media and comparison and feeling that sense of yeah comparisonitis being afraid to move forward because we're looking at everyone else going oh but I'm not as good as them with bomb 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 Jenna who's been on the podcast before um so yeah be there be square you guys I'm so excited to be back so excited to connect with you guys again sending you lots of love see you soon Mwah. thanks so much for listening guys I hope you enjoyed it I would love to hear your aha moments. Please share on your stories and tag me so I can celebrate with you. And be sure to connect with me online. I'm on Instagram at mon3.0 and find me on YouTube by searching Monica Ferguson. Have an amazing week and remember that you are so inherently worthy. You are so loved and you belong. All my love guys. See you soon.